Welcome to Paradigm Shift, the podcast about the intersection of business and law. By changing yourself, you can change your business. Now, here's your host, Christina Martini. Welcome to Paradigm Shift. My name is Christina Martini, and I am your host as we explore the intersection of business and law. In today's episode, we will look at executive coaching, why it is important, and how we can go about finding and working with an executive coach. We will also take a look at the importance of lawyers viewing their practices through the lens of a business owner, rather than just having an employee mentality, and how working with an executive coach can be helpful for us to take charge of doing just that. So let's kick things off by looking at why executive coaching is important for lawyers. As the legal environment continues to be extraordinarily competitive, it is more important than ever for attorneys to consistently be at the top of their game. A lawyer's performance is now measured by much more than just how good they are technically. In fact, clients evaluate and hire counsel based on many other, more subjective characteristics. Unfortunately, many of these skills are not taught in law school, and their importance is often undervalued during an attorney's formative years. Yet, these are the very attributes that differentiate merely solid performers from high performers, the good from the great. There are a variety of ways that lawyers can effectively drive self-improvement and success. On-the-job training and mentoring are two primary development techniques. However, it becomes increasingly difficult to continue growing at a consistently steep trajectory through one's career, solely relying on these methods. One must often look to other, more creative ways to hone the necessary skills to become better professionals, role models, and people. Executive coaching provides one such tool. It has long been used by corporations in developing their high-level executives and individuals being groomed for those positions. It is a form of professional development and mentoring, which provides a framework and context within which attorneys can assess where they are and where they are headed, both professionally and personally. Coaching performs a number of valuable functions. It helps you to prioritize what is important to you, to develop a strategy for reaching your goals, and to implement an action plan to execute on that strategy. Coaches take you from theory into the real world and help you identify your strengths, weaknesses, self-limiting behaviors, and blind spots. They give you honest, real-time feedback and provide accountability, support, and candor in a way that most other people cannot. Coaches see you in the same way others see you, and one of the core aspects of the relationship is teaching you that for better or worse, other people's perceptions of you often drive your experience in the world. Coaches ask powerful questions designed to elicit answers that will fundamentally impact the coaching process. The relationship must be built on trust and confidentiality. Without them, it will fail. As Harvard Business School professor Thomas DeLong states, coaches are truth speakers. They tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear. This is critically important, particularly as you grow into a more seasoned professional, since it becomes increasingly difficult to obtain this information from those with whom you work, 
particularly when they are people who report to you. Coaches also function as good sounding boards and are committed to your success, however you choose to define it. It is important to understand what coaching is not. First, it is not a substitute for therapy or other forms of treatment. Sometimes there are issues which need to be addressed by certain types of trained professionals, such as psychiatrists or doctors, not by coaches. Depending on your specific needs, coaching can actually do more harm than good if you are not receiving the appropriate help you need. Also, coaching does not provide a quick fix to your issues and problems. Instead, it is a process of self-discovery and self-development and takes time to unfold. If a coach is promising quick, easy answers with little or no effort on your part, you should carefully consider whether the coach is truly qualified. You must also be open to constructive criticism, to follow the process wherever it may lead you, and to change your attitudes, habits, and behaviors, particularly when they are self-defeating or destructive. You should bring your goals and desires to the process, rather than expecting your coach to tell you what they should be. Good coaches are not focused on their own agenda or on that of the organization paying for their services. Instead, they should only think about you and what you are trying to accomplish. In addition, coaching is not meant to dwell on the past, although it can be helpful in figuring out what has and has not worked for you. Coaching should be focused on creating a present and future that you desire. Picking the right coach is critical to a successful experience. There are many who claim a great track record and proven techniques. Unfortunately, it is often difficult to discern whether this is actually the case until you start working with one. Like all of us, they each have their strengths and weaknesses, some of which may or may not complement your own. For this reason, it is often better to start by speaking with individuals you know who have successfully worked with executive coaches, who can provide you with some insight into the process, and who may be able to give you good referrals. It is important to interview those coaches whom you are considering and to get a clear idea of their personalities, working style, what they envision for your coaching experience, and the types of professionals with whom they typically work. I am a firm believer that you need to both like and respect your coach. Otherwise, they are unlikely to get to know you in a way that is necessary for the process to truly work. Finally, you need to figure out your budget and what type of a coach you can afford. It is important to consider the frequency with which you intend to meet with your coach, as well as the likely overall duration of the process. You should budget for some extra sessions in case unexpected issues come up requiring additional sessions. While working with a coach may stretch your budget, the benefits are often dramatic and long-lasting and well worth the investment. It is a truly transformative experience that invokes positive changes in the way you see your career and life and the way that others see you. Now let's switch gears a bit and take a look at why it's so important for lawyers to view their practices as business owners rather than just as employees, and how this relates to the process of self-discovery that an executive coach can help you with. For many of us, improving our careers is a critical part of this effort 
and will be no easy task. Indeed, we need to brace ourselves for a year that is likely to be just as challenging as the past few have been. With the market for legal services persistently flat and competition among legal providers remaining fierce. In this world of uncertainty, we often feel helpless and relinquish control of our success to outside forces, whether it is to our employer, our competition, or the market. This pattern is counterproductive. We must stop and take control. Whether we are in private practice or in-house, we must have the mentality of business owners, not mere employees so that we can actively build our client base and proliferate our practice. Now, let's turn to some tips for how to go about taking the skills and tools we learn from working with an executive coach so that we can adapt and maintain this entrepreneurial mindset to the benefit of our clients and practices. First, keep your clients happy. Making sure that clients are satisfied with your substantive work and your value proposition is basic and essential to running a successful practice. Whether you are a new lawyer or a seasoned practitioner, your client's satisfaction is one of the primary indicators of whether you are going to have repeat business as well as referral sources who are willing to introduce you to other business leads. While it sounds simple, there are many different facets to client satisfaction, and the challenge lies in figuring out where the balance is struck from one client to the next. And those factors may change for any given client from one part of the company to another and from one year to the next. Next, choose your practice and clients wisely. This is another easy rule to understand, yet it often becomes more difficult in practice. There are several layers to it, including truly understanding what your wheelhouse is as a lawyer what meaningfully differentiates you in the market, and what makes you more of a destination for clients than your competition. You also need to recognize your weaknesses and whether they have a significant impact on your ability to capture market share. Depending on the gaps in your skill set, you may need to retool yourself or work alongside others with these capabilities who can also leverage your strengths into opportunities, which may otherwise be unavailable to them. If for whatever reason you cannot fulfill a client's economic or substantive needs on a given matter, you should refer them to someone who can, rather than jeopardizing your long-term credibility with that client. It is also important to actively manage the economics of your practice. There are many metrics available these days to assist in determining the profitability of your practice. And you need to remember that for every hour you are working on a particular matter, and every dollar you spend on running your practice, those are hours and dollars that you will not be able to spend elsewhere, and there are opportunity costs to every decision you make. However, by living in a numbers-driven world, it is easy to forget the more nuanced, qualitative factors that are just as important in defining the value of your practice. Just because there may be greater difficulty and quantifying the more touchy-feely aspects of what you do does not make them any less valuable than what can be readily measured. You must be careful about giving up potentially significant matters, opportunities, and relationships just because they have upsides that may be more difficult to readily quantify. Another important tip is to build your business profile and personal brand. 
Companies have long advertised their products to consumers in very different ways than professional services organizations, who have historically won opportunities through long-standing client relationships, word of mouth, and relationship building. Firms with strong reputations and an institutional client base have generally had a steady stream of matters without having to exert much, if any, effort to win the work. But times have changed, and all lawyers must now be much more intentional about winning new clients and in building and proliferating their practices. They can no longer count on work falling from the sky and must regularly differentiate themselves in the market and educate the public on their capabilities and value proposition. Whether you are known as a leading expert in a particular niche or as a thought leader who regularly shares their knowledge through writing and speaking, there are countless ways to accomplish this task, particularly in this era of social media. Don't forget that building your profile is a never-ending process. You need to stay top of mind for clients and potential clients by remaining relevant and being out in front of them on a regular basis. Last, but certainly not least, is to remember that collaboration is key. While being your best professionally is mission critical, your ability to, to effectively partner with others both within and outside your organization is also an important part of your professional development and success. When collaboration works properly, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, and everyone benefits more than when they are going it alone. Whether you are at a large law firm, a sole practitioner, or in-house counsel, it is critically important to develop partnerships which enable you to more effectively service your existing clients and which help you drive more opportunities. This often means stepping outside your comfort zone to develop relationships with a level of trust and communication that makes this possible. This may cause some discomfort at first, but is essential to the longevity and success of your practice in the long run. In our next episode, we will continue to look at the importance of executive coaching for lawyers from the perspective of an executive coach who practiced law for many years, both in the private sector as well as for a nonprofit. I will be interviewing John Mitchell, who is the owner of HMG LLC, which is the parent company to KM Advisors, a boutique consultancy committed to helping lawyers discover their leadership potential so that they continuously develop themselves and their organizations in pursuit of changing the world. John specializes in working with lawyers in formal roles like general counsel, managing partners, practice group leaders, and committee chairs, and those in informal leadership roles as well. He also supports in-house lawyers transitioning to business roles, junior associates, new partners, major rainmakers, and senior lawyers considering their second season in life. Please join us for what is sure to be a fun, an informative discussion about how executive coaching works and how it can benefit all of us. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Paradigm Shift. I hope that you've enjoyed laying the groundwork about executive coaching and why it is important for lawyers. And I hope that you will join us for next week's interview with John Mitchell. I am your host, Christina Martini. Please look for our weekly episodes every Tuesday. Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please visit us at www.paradigmshiftshow.com. We would love to hear from you. Please look for new episodes of Paradigm Shift every Tuesday.